In today's episode, we spoke with Michelle about her son Jacob's story. Here's our conversation with her. I know your story and Jacob's story, but um, do you want to tell our audience about what happened? Um, on May 15, 2005, he was out with his brother and friends and um, <clears throat> they went up to a friend, well, an associate. I don't know what you would want. I, they say friend. I, he didn't know him long enough to be a friend. Anyways, with another person, <clears throat> they went up to the, I'm going to say maybe about a, how long would you say that is, Kathy, from the site to the store? Oh, from the site he, to the store? Yeah. Probably, probably not two football fields. I mean, that was. They walked up. A, I'm going to say three, four blocks, maybe five blocks, long blocks, city blocks to get some snacks. <clears throat> they were coming back um, from Kingsley and Saturn in Garland, Texas, and um, some kids had drove by gang members and um, they shouted stuff at them. And, um, of course they're kids, you know, so from what I hear, they, you know, said whatever they had to say, my son and that little boy probably flipped them off, cussed them out, whatever. I don't know. And, um, continued walking. Well, these kids turned around and went uh, to the next street over and came up, um, an alley parked in a little alley in between the church and the sanctuary and came up on my son and the other kid. And there was seven of them, three bats, and they confronted them and they said, you know, what click do you claim? And my son and the other kid said, I don't claim a click. You know, I'm not into that. And they had on black t-shirts and they thought that they had on blue t-shirts. So they said, let's teach these cheese ciders, which is a insult to East Siders, which is a gang, um, a lesson. And they got out and they, you know, I mean, they were already out, but they started, you know, the fight or whatever. And my son looked at the other kid before the fight started and he said, you know, run. There's too many of them. We there's we don't have a chance in the world. So my son took off running. And when he turned back to see where this other kid was, they were beating him up. So my son returned to help, you know, try to help him out. Well, this kid got away and left my son there. And the kid, from what he is saying, I don't know, but um, they he ran up maybe a half a block to get my other son. And I want to say like two or three other boys, not sure. And um, when they came back, they couldn't find anybody. They couldn't, you know, they didn't know what was where Jake was. So one of the boys ran to my house, which was maybe a half a mile away, maybe quarter. Not really sure on the distance, not far. And um, was banging on my door. And my other son, uh, Nick, who is my middle son, was scrambling they were looking for um his brother so they're running the neighborhood trying you know shouting for him and in the meantime a car came by um my son 
what I guess he was trying to get away was left in the middle of the street. And however, I don't know if when he hit the street, if he was, Take as much time as you need. Yeah, take your time. They say when you no longer cry, you're over it. It's been 17 years and I still can't. When he hit this he hit the street and I don't know, we don't know if he was deceived when he hit the street. If he was dying, we don't know. But a car came by, it was a van and ran him over. And a nurse was coming the opposite way and she tried to turn around because she knew it was a body and she, they never found the van. I don't even know if they ever looked for the van, but um, she's the one that, you know, found it and called the police and it all went from there and come to find out that these kids, um, there was three car loads. There was three girls seven boys and they were all meeting up to go to a quinceanera and they didn't find it whatever and they were trying to party and when they went to go get some gas and cigarettes or whatever they went to get at a store um they had confronted some e-siders and gotten a little squabble and they didn't get their aggressions out so that's what led to because they were on unwanted territory their brown pride which is i don't know have a sense of direction and it i think it's on the north side of garland kathy it's over there off of jupiter and walnut is that north yeah, side of garland yeah. so they're over there so they were on unwanted if you may territory and when they when they had that little you know meetup or whatever they didn't get their aggressions out so they said let's go um they're from what the police and the detectives said they're um and the girls they said that they let's go head hunting for cheese ciders and that's why they went to that side of town where the cheese ciders hang out and that's where my son, you know, and now all that happened. So for um, almost four months to the day, they started making arrests. And the way they started doing that is because um, one of the 911 operators for here in Garland was... Um, Eating, she was going for lunch and she went to a Taco Bell right by downtown. And um, the Taco Bell worker saw that she had Garland Police Department on there 
and she asked her, she said, do you, do you know anything about the Jacob Orta murder? And she said, no, ma'am, I don't. And she says, can you do me a big favor? And she, she gave her a little piece of paper with her name on it. And she said, can you give this to the detectives that are in charge? And she said, absolutely. And then it started unwinding there and they started making arrests almost four months to the day. It was May, June, July, August, September. It was September 13th, 14th is when they started doing that. And before that, they didn't have a clue. Like they had no clue in the world. They thought it was... um, the Salvadorian game. Um, I think it's Emetres is what it's called. And um, they say that they are, I don't know if you guys have ever heard about them, but they are horrible, like mm-hmm. infamous for killing people and getting away with it. Cause there's so many of them and they cannot like the police department did not think that we would solve it. And that's where mom comes in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I was relentless. Like I was calling them every day. What can I do? What do we do? What do we do? Where can we go? How can, what, 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 you know what I mean? I was, Mm -hmm. I became personal friends with the detective and I said, you know, you're not going to, I get it that unfortunately my son wasn't a high priority and anybody and I say anybody I mean like they're not gonna if it was a police officer or judge or something like that it would be they'd be on it Mm -hmm. this was just somebody to anybody else but it was somebody to me right so I I mean you can ask Kathy I am relentless and stuff like that like I like (laughs) you have no idea (laughs) Mm-hmm. And um, they found all they arrested. They arrested six of them. And um, I was on it, like petitioning, doing whatever I had to do, making sure they didn't get out, making sure their bills were high enough that they couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stuff like that. So anything you guys want to ask, I that's basically the. Oh, I left one thing out. They, we went to court, got them all convicted. The first one was um, Joaquin. Was it Joaquin? Joaquin Aviles, A V I L E S, and um, he was the oldest. He was twenty-four at the time, and he was hanging around with all these kids. They were twenty-four to fifteen, and he was the provider of. Drugs, alcohol, car, you know, stuff like that. He didn't know how to drive, but he had a car for these kids to drive him around hmm. and wow. go get dope and, you know, whatever. But he got, he wanted to play. He thought that it was a game to him. And he was, you know, he'd sit there and laugh and look, you know, at me and, you know, whatever. But um, I got, we got... He got 50 years with 80%. Uh, he has to do 80%. That was the agreement. And um, he he was like, oh, I'll take a plea. Give me 10. No. 
And then it's like, okay, well, I'll do 20. What do you think this is a play, a game? Mm-hmm. Like, no. And I told him, no, we're going to go to trial. That's it. Party's over. And we went to trial and they gave him, the judge gave him 50 years. Awesome. Yep. Do you, um, do you want to tell what the other ones got? Um, Augustine got 50. Um, Jose, who was Jose Mercado, who was nobody, nobody could place him in the actual jumping, but he was there and he helped us get everybody else. He got five and he did all five. And him, unfortunately, I have been registered to all of their, you know, when they get in trouble and what is it, the Vine Link and the Texas um, Board of Pardon and Paroles. And he, I'm not kidding you, I get notifications for him, I'm going to say twice a year, that he's uh-huh. in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out. No, was he the youngest one? No, no, no. Okay. he he was um, under Augustine. He was nineteen mm-hmm. at the time. But his convictions are dope. Is what he keeps going in and out, in and out, in and out for. Um, and then there was uh, let me see, Jose Mercado. Agustin Avines. Um, oh my God, what is his name? I know his nickname is Banana. Sergio. Velez. Sergio Valencia. No, Valencia is the last one I'll tell oh. you about. But well, his uh, Ramon Valencia is the youngest, and that's um, he was 15. And he got, I know I'm with you on that one. He was 15. But we, when we went to court, he went to juvenile court to have him stand trial as an adult. And the judge, when he saw him, the judge just started yelling at him. He's like, you were just before me. I just told you to not hang around with anybody in the gang. You don't listen. I'm tired. I mean, like he's banging his hand on the on the desk. He's like, you don't listen. Now look where you're at. Blah, blah, blah. He got... Um, Eight years felony probation. But he, at first he was doing really good and then he started screwing up and he went back before Judge Cruzote and the judge is like, hey, the mom's, you know, wrote us a letter and asked you, you know, asked that you, for us to give you a chance. And my thing was, he was so young. I was like, dude, pull it together. I know you can do it. Like, get it together and he didn't and he's back in prison now now he has to serve out his whole term which is 23 years i think wow yeah and then there's daniel luna um he got he (laughs) this little boy was 16 same age as my son same birthday as my son and (laughs) yeah and he was a neighbor of ours. We I didn't know this. I found out later on in life. He was a neighbor of ours um, when we first got to Texas. He went to school with 
Jacob. I don't think they ever played or anything, but yeah, this little boy. <laughs> now this little boy, I would have out of all of them, this is the little boy that I would have liked to have gotten a hold of myself and choked him, smacked him something because he would sit there. Well, let me go back. When we went to have, he was the other minor. When we went to court to have him stand trial for as an adult, um, we were there. I'm sitting there. And now, mind you, I'm alone. I don't have anybody. I'm here in Texas by myself. So I'm sitting there and the door slams open and I turn around and look and I'm like, what the heck? You know, we're in court. Are you guys crazy? And a little girl, a little girl walks in and she says, um, where's this little MNFers family? <laughs> and loud. I'm not talking. She wasn't just, you know, she said the full word. And I'm saying it, M and F, because I don't want you guys to have to figure it out. <laughs> but she she stood there with her hands on her hip, and I turned around and looked at her, and I'm like, "God, what an ugly little girl!" I didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any of them. And the father steps up and grabs her and starts scolding her in Spanish. And the mom grabs the dad, and she's like, "Oh, just leave her alone, did that, whatever." And the dad goes off on the wife. He's like, see, that's why we're in this situation. You've never allowed me to discipline my children. You've always coddled them and covered them and blah, 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 and this and that. He's just going on. And when she, when they said that, then he tells the little girl, tell the cops we're here for Daniel Luna. And I sit up straight and I just start hyperventilating. And I'm sitting there and I'm just praying and I'm crying and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying. And uh, uh, the uh, my attorney sees that and comes over to me and he's like, oh, my God, Michelle, are you OK? I told him, get me the F out of here before I go to jail. And he said, what's wrong? I said, I cannot explain it to you. And I'm telling you right now, I know me and you better get me out of here. And he took me out and they put me in a little room until they called me through, but, oh my God. So anyways, this little boy gets convicted, gets, you know, we can stand trial. Now we're in going forward and now we're in trial, right? And he's sitting there, sitting back, chilling, like he's just chilling, watching, playing Nintendo or something, just like no worries in the world. And uh, he keeps turning around every time the door opens, you know, and he blows a kiss at his mom and, you know, just being a little idiot. And um, he gets 18 years. But he didn't go to trial. We just went to, um, you know, where we had they given, he took the plea deal. Because when they saw that they gave him 50 years, everybody's like, oh, no, we'll plea out. <laughs> so we just went through whatever we had to go through to get him that time and um so that was daniel luna and then um who am i missing what did i was that four it was agustin aviles daniel luna jose mercado um ramon did ramon ramon i did ramon valencia 
And then who, who's the yes. other guy? There's Sergio. No, not Dude. Sergio. There is a Sergio. There's, there's a Sergio Guerrero and then the um, uh, and then uh, Sergio Valente. Okay, Sergio Guerrero. Um, he got he got probation as well, but he's an absconder as now. So he's in Mexico. I've done all the skip tracing and background on him. He also got nine years felony probation, but he took off to Mexico. And so I have found him myself and um, I've given him, given um, all the information. I know where he works. I know where he lives. I know where his girlfriend is. I know where he parties. I know everything about this guy. And I've given it to um, the the U.S. Marshals and and all that, and they can't go after him because he's just an upsconder. No, he's a murderer. What does that mean, upsconder? He took off. He was on probation, oh. and and he's on felony probation. They give him twelve years. Uh, felony probation and he took off and that that I don't know what the meaning absconding I mean I'm guessing absconding means taking off yeah yeah oh so there it's not a priority because it's like violating a probation instead of yeah he's just an absconder yeah just you know that's the way they put it so um that's still illegal it doesn't mean that he you know well well, let me let me tell you. When when they said that to me, I of course, Kathy knows. <laughs> I start going into research mode and finding, figuring stuff out. Well, do you guys remember the Ethan, or do you know anything about yeah. the Ethan Couch? The, the uh, affluenza, the affluenza kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was here in Texas, 14 years old, dr- drunk driving. He ran a stop t- sign. He killed, was it four people? or? Yeah, I think it was four. He killed four or five people. And they had him, they, he was, they gave him a new name. He was a spoiled child. Mm-hmm. And they said it's the what, Kathy? Affluenza. And he's from an affluent family. Family. Affluent, affluent family, wealthy family. Yeah. Yeah. So they took off. Him and his mom went to Mexico. He was on probation. Yeah, I was going to say. He was on probation. Yeah. (laughs) That's upscon. Yes. And it was a big old thing, big old news, hit news lines and everything. He was absconding. So what was the difference between him and my the guy that killed my right. son mm-hmm. like I, I don't get it so I went into mom mode and I I'm still doing it now but our DA who was the judge at the time that convicted the guys that killed my son Judge Cruzo now he's the DA of Dallas and he don't want to help me mm-hmm. he said that I needed to be satisfied with what I got how does that? Oh wow! What? Why? Why would you not want to uh, pick but, that low-hanging fruit as you already picked and presented? Mm-hmm. That—that's exactly. 
And why wouldn't you want to finish what you started? Because it was out of your courtroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's exactly what I told him. It's I don't know what you're talking about because it's out of your courtroom. Who are you to tell me I'd be happy with what I got? Right. But it will not end there. I promise you that I will have my way. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please check back next week for part two. And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you can get notified of when our new episodes release and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Touch by Crime. Thanks, and we hope to see you again next week.